Good evening, Bill. Good evening, Stanley. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Hello, listeners, to another episode of the BS Car Guys podcast. We are uh, joyed, thrilled, excited, ecstatic, happy that you are with us. Yep, all those things. And Bill got a haircut, and I didn't. And, and I got a haircut. I did not get a new thesaurus, if you're wondering, since I'm using all of those words to describe our energy level about you being a listener to our podcast. I just uh, thought I would throw some words out there. I thought a thesaurus was a dinosaur. No, that does remind me of a dad joke, though. Did I tell you I, I bought a new thesaurus and that it it's, it's so terrible that it's also terrible? All right, cool. So we're going to move on from the dad joke right now. <laughs> and uh, Come on now. I, look, I know your wife got you a dad joke calendar. What does the dad, uh, the dad joke calendar say for today? Um. Oh, today is where was the Declaration of Independence signed? At the bottom. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I may have heard that one before. Yes, sir. May have at, heard that at one. the bottom. Yep. And on the back, if you watch National Treasure. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, listen. Um, what are we talking about tonight with our our listeners? What are we What are we giving advice about? Or opinions, or both. We're giving we're giving advice, opinions, both horrible uh, of investment cars. <laughs> That's exactly right. And and then um, we're going to build a Frankenstein monster because you know there's no such thing as a per- perfect car out there because we all have our opinions. But if we take one part from one thing and another part from another thing and another piece from another thing, perfect can happen. That's exactly right. Play nice. We need them to play well together in the sandbox. Yes. Remember that? I yes. don't remember sandboxes. I remember seeing sandboxes. I don't remember playing one. But anyway. I remember playing in a sandbox in Paris Island, South Carolina. Your your idea of playing is um, skewed. I had the skewed. best time. I had the best time. I don't know yeah, why more no, people did. don't go for fun. I went. I laughed the whole 13 weeks. It was, I mean, it you wasn't always both. a happy I, laugh. I routinely got in trouble for laughing. I was having so much fun. Uh, I bit off the insides of my jaws because, <laughs> because I was trying to die. <laughs> but uh, hey, I, I know I, you got it. Uh, I had such a good time at boot camp. I once got pitted on the way back from the dentist for singing Tom Petty to myself while walking. That's how that's how good a time I was having at boot camp. Like, you are having way too much fun. Attack. Yes. Yes. Speaking I don't even know thing, I don't even know who the dude was. He he wasn't even attached to like our anything. I don't know who he was. Just some drill instructor was sitting some, in his car. It's probably some uh some random lance corporal. <laughs> no, no, he was a sergeant. He just did not like the fact that I was happy and chipper and walking with a pep in my step and singing to myself. That's because he had only slept five hours that whole week. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah. So you got a pick from us on the bringer trailers? Yeah, we'll start with that. So, all right. I don't want to show you too many other things. So let me show you 
you know, you can take that tab out of the browser. That's yeah, how that's what I that's what I should that's what I should done. Hang on a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just go full screen with that. And then let me grab you back so I can share screen. All right, here we go. Yep. All right. Ooh, alpha. That's my bring a trailer pick. So it already sold. Uh, we just missed this, but it sold for $80,000. But I mean, wow. full, full restoration, like absolutely immaculate. One, Alfa one day. Romeo GT Junior. So 1975, by the way. It's got those like Italian driving glove brown leather seats. Which is, the, that's sexy. What a record. Yeah. The proportions on a GT Junior are just, it's a tiny car. I mean, it is minuscule by today's standards. This yeah. thing is, I mean, it is smaller than a Honda Civic Coupe, right? It's tiny. It, but it may be in it may be encroaching on uh what's the Mitsubishi? Oh gosh, what's the little tiny Mitsubishi? It's gonna come to my head. The Colt? Uh, it, no, 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 the the new one, the Mirage. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's the Yeah. Dude, this car. I mean that look car, at, that car is oh that's that's pretty. Oh, that's very pretty. I mean And once again once again that the these picks will be in this he gotta be in like Pennsylvania or something like that. This car could, is just I've seen that. That's nice. Unbelievably um, attractive. That car, I I guarantee you it's not the most comfortable car in the world. It's not the quietest car in the world. It's not the fastest car in the world. But my goodness, is it beautiful. This it's in Ontario, Canada is where it's sold, by the way. But man, what a beautiful car. I I agree. It is uh Again, uh, seeing how you're the the younger of the two of us, you have find a way to go back and find a car older than me every week. But yes, that, that's what you do. That's what I do. But that was pretty. That was pretty. As long as you uh, send me the link, then it will be in the show notes. I'm gonna work or on I'll that right to, now. I'm gonna have to go find it on Bring a Trailer myself. Um, but yeah, like this week we said we're gonna talk about Frankenstein cars and our cars that we believe that may be worth more money. Then you currently pay for them, but we put a price cap on it of $30,000. And um, seeing how we know Bill has cheated and has 17 uh, browsers open right now because he has picked 17 different cars, we're going to let Bill go first. Oh, thanks. Got, I only got two. Really? You only have two? All right. I, I tried so... to be realistic, first of all. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to do this. I'm. I'm just going to carefully select my tabs here. All right, let me go to this. I'm going to move over to another screen here so I can do this. Okay, here we go. Going to share with you again. All right, so here's a car we've talked about on here several times, and I feel strongly that this is a good investment. Um, our, Our friends at Duncan Imports have several of these to choose from, and while Skylines have skyrocketed in value, this is a car that has yet to catapult to those levels, but I do feel is going to happen. I think it's coming that this car has not peaked in value yet. Um, and this is a 1996 Honda Integra Type R Coupe 
Um, so yeah, it's not an Acura because it's Japanese. It's a JDM. Um, so it's mm -hmm. a Honda. And the reason why we I picked these is because you're not going to find an an Acura Integra Type R in the U.S. for thirty thousand dollars. It's not possible. But no, you can no. still get these Hondas that yep. are. Yep, I I will I will agree with you. So. I knew not to, uh, that car was in the running on mine, but I did not uh, choose it because I wanted to uh, uh, lessen my selections. I wanted to drill down. I wanted to get specific. But yeah, I love that car. Uh, I had an Integra not that year when I was in Japan. It was, it was like and an probably not a Type R, right? Definitely not a Type R because it was four doors and um, I think it was blue. But I mean. It, driving them cars and getting it up to about four thousand RPM and just like it, just keeping it right there, even though at on base speed, it was just it, it just, just fun, fun. Car. just fun. So, right. not that I think this is an investment car, but because we're looking at Duncan in Imports inventory, I came across this and I thought I needed to share it with you. Oh, this is a Mitsubishi. Oh. I never knew how to say Lignum. that correctly. I don't know how to say it either. Basically, it's a Gallant VR4, but it's a station wagon. And you know I'm a wagon guy, and I've always loved the Gallant VR4 because it's basically a, a rally car for the road. And they never sold a wagon version of it in the U.S., but in Japan, they sold a wagon version. So this is everything rally spec Gallant VR4 was back in 1997, uh -huh. only it's a wagon. And I just thought that was cool. So, and it's under 30, but I don't think that's going to be a collector's edition by any means. So we won't include that. I just thought it was cool and worth showing. So here's something a little newer that I do feel is a collector's item. Mm, that car was on my list. So first I'm going to share this one. That, that I was really close to that. I was going to go with a I've, diesel. V I've uh, wanted this. I've wanted this car so bad for so long i test drove a sedan i almost bought it but it was in rough shape and but i just i really want one of these and this is a 2003 volkswagen passat w8 wagon with a six-speed manual it's for sale right now on cars and bids it has 138,000 miles on it dude it's it's pretty mint it's in good yeah, shape it is it is um and this I, I, car I, is important to car history because without this car and without my next car, there would be no Bugatti Veyron. Correct. I uh, again, I, uh, I I I was gonna go V Dub. I was gonna. I was again. I try to be a little a little practical right now. I was gonna go, um, uh, and I could not find it. I could not find it, so that's why I I, I didn't include it. Remember, they made a uh, a G uh, uh, in Europe. They make a uh, TDI GTI. Yeah, they ca they call it the um, the GT I, the TDL, I think, or TDI so, something yeah, like that. And so the GTI is a different man. I forget. And I was just in and, France and was looking at one, but it's like the diesel version of a GTI. And we didn't get that car, but we got a car that was really close to it. And I could not remember exactly what it was, and I couldn't find one anyway. So that car is 
was and still sexy. Yes, it was. Did you see the sketches of the future of that car? That yes, yes. Okay, all right, cool. So this Good. this car, this car, and my next car are actually the two cars that made me think of this as a topic. This car to me is an unbelievable value for what you get. This is a 2004 Volkswagen Phaeton W12 with 69,200 miles. It sold for $16,888. Dude, that's a phenomenal value for a car that when was new was like 140 in 04. that car was because uh, again, the p- people don't know what pe- it, it, people don't know what it is, and that's generally what some of these cars, uh, some of the things that we talk about today. Well, actually, the thing I'm gonna talk about is not gonna it's not gonna apply to. But anyway, when and by the way, whoever car, sold this thing in Texas, they're they're my spirit animal. Look look in the background of these pictures. Oh, I see that. Hey 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 hey, go back. It's a, it's a oh, Porsche 928 on jacks, an Audi all-road, uh, a first-gen, so the A6-based Audi all-road that has the problematic airbag suspension. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, should... I was waiting to see if it got back around to showing it from the other angle. Let me go back the other way. Yeah, and they've got a Cummins Dodge Ram in the, drive- in the street, too. So these, these people should... are smart. Uh, do you have another house in Texas that we don't know? I, I mean, but yeah, I think the Phaeton, Phaeton, whatever you want to call it, trem- tremendous value. Unique These... engines, unique combination, unique trims. Those are things that are going to be uh, huge engine, dude. Yeah. Um, huge trunk, and I think this person's got an entire area rug in the trunk of the car. Yeah, because it's that big. <laughs> These cars were just like this is a sedan, sedan. You want to cruise with the family and drive cross country, dude? This is the car to do it in. In complete comfort, luxury, comfortable seats, great sound system. Yeah, I, I think I wanted to. We were driving through Charleston one day, and uh, it was a long time ago, and we were on 17, and it was a a black Audi um, uh, 8. Not, oh, God, I'm losing my... A8? With, with the V12. A8L? A8L uh, uh, A8 with, uh, with, the, with the 12 cylinder in it, right? And... Um, Giselle looked at it and she was like, "That's a really nice car." And like with this car, it's like, "Oh, is that the same car?" I was like, "No, but it's a really nice car as well." So it was like, "Oh, they kind of remind me of our car." At the time, we were driving a 2009 uh, Hyundai Sonata that was also black with beige interior. I was like, "Baby, we, we no, no, <laughs> it, is, it is not. <laughs> it, it is, is kind of like your car in that it has paint and four wheels." That I mean, Bill is um, going through the pictures of this car. This car is immaculate. For two thousand four, it is in really good shape. I mean, it's got some issues, right? But it's still got the footrest for the back seat. Like, how did he keep that car that clean? Because it looks like he drove it. 
But yes. It was 138,000 miles on it. He didn't drive yeah. it that much. But he did drive it. I don't know, man. I, I just, I've always liked these cars. And have, I've always I thought if, if I had an opportunity to get one, I'm sure maintenance on them is not cheap because it is a rare engine and probably anything you need done at the Volkswagen dealership is going to take time to get parts in. You know, it's, you can't use this as your primary car, but again, we're talking investment cars. This is a car to buy and hang on to tremendous value. Yeah. And then yeah. finally, the other vehicle that I realized, like we should talk about cars that are of a good value Yep, that car was on my list as well. See, we we think alike sometimes. Sometimes that car, that I, I like that car because it's every bit of the the Miata, but different and a lot yes. less. There's there's so many Miatas out there, right? And and I get it if you want that experience, but the this is a 2017 Fiat 124 Spider A Barth. And I got a neighbor I, up the road who has an all-black one. And and I like the all-black ones, but I just think there's something cool and unique about this white with the black center stripe. I don't know if I've ever... I've, I've probably seen it, but maybe I just didn't, wasn't paying attention. I don't know if I ever seen one with that color scheme. But This was a pretty sharp. popular... There, it, I would say this is probably a third of the ones they sold or maybe a quarter of the ones they sold have this paint. Because they didn't have a lot of color options. They had like red, black, white, and white and black. Those are like the only colors I think you could get. Um, yeah. Maybe a yellow, but yellow's what idiot buys yellow. So I like this car. I would I would put white wheels on it or like an off-white wheel. I don't like the, the black chrome wheels with the – there's too many different kinds of blacks on this car. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have a white wheel, but I think it's still a good-looking car. And I think for for right at thirty thousand dollars with only nine thousand miles on it, like this was somebody's summer once a week weekend car, you know, this is a this is a car that's going to go up in value. You buy this car, you drive it a couple times a year, you know, you do a weekend trip somewhere in it, enjoy the sunshine, you know, that kind of thing. You don't you don't abuse it or beat on it or drift it you just enjoy it and this is a car you'll get your money back out of in 10 or 15 years yep yep i agree i agree and and when sometimes an investment doesn't always mean money Mm -hmm. i mean yeah it doesn't mean you're gonna you're gonna generate revenue no car really can be counted on to generate revenue i mean if you If you look at what a car costs new, you know, like there's all these people on online that are, you know, just uh, I'm on some Land Cruiser forums and there it seems like every other month somebody uncovers another under 50,000 mile um, pristine 80 series Land Cruiser and sells it on bring a trailer for a hundred thousand dollars. And people are all over the internet like, oh, I can't believe they that's made that somebody's made a ton. Well, they really didn't make a ton of money because they spent. In 1996 money, they spent $80,000 to buy the thing, and mm-hmm. then they parked it. If they had invested that $80,000 in the lowest return possible mutual fund, they'd have still made $100,000 off of it in right. 25, 26 years, right? I mean, it's not like it's a revenue stream to collect a car. Collecting a car will never be that, despite how many husbands are telling their wives it will be. Um, it's not, 
but if you can own the car and enjoy it in some capacity and the number of times and hours and days that you get to experience the car and enjoy it over the ownership versus what you get out of it when you go to sell it, that cost of ownership, we're saying these cars could be relatively affordable to own over that lifespan. Does that make sense? Possible. That's possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you want to, you want to hit my cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are mine. So I'll close. I'll, I'll stop my share. All right. This is pretty easy. Mine are pretty easy. So I wanted to be a a little more, a little practical. Obviously I wanted to make sure you can get the car and I wanted to make sure that you got a return somehow uh, on, on your investment. Obviously this ain't again, this ain't gonna, what the heck? How did that go away? How in the time has we have we been on here? Did whoop, my car go away? I don't know, man. It's, it's no I'm longer not, available. I'm not. Already got sold. Yeah, it's gone. See, that's the challenge. <laughs> like that, like that <laughs> Abarth I just shared is on Carvana, and by the time we put the podcast up, that car could be gone. So that link may not take you to. An A bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that is the challenge. If it's not a site that catalogs their car sales, like bring a trailer or uh, cars and bids, then it's it's very tough for us to hold those links up. Yeah, that that is well. That just changed what I was about to talk about next. But um, so um, I'm just stuck with one car right now. But I'll tell you what the car was. While, okay. Um, yeah. Um, and you can find another so, one to put up on the. On the show notes. Yep. Okay. So the car that uh the car that disappeared on us was a it was a Honda S two thousand. It was a base Honda S two thousand. Yes, sir. Was, that was, was on my list. That was on my list. It was two of them. Both of them were gray, and um, they were like twenty two thousand dollars. And the reason wow. why, the yeah the the, the one of them was twenty two. One of them was like twenty nine. Uh, first of all, I didn't I. I didn't trust that $22,000 in that one for first one because it's like something's wrong with this car. Right. But uh, the second one, it was $29,000. And um, the reason why that car was on the list is because, one, uh, it is a very unique engine. It is a yes. uh, it, it is a, a very unique driving experience. And it was... it. That car holds a place in people, in some car people's daggone hearts and minds and stuff. I mean, it was like the ultimate express, the second best expression of VTEC, but the only, the second, but the best expression of VTEC that you can get your hair, uh, uh, that you can put the top down on. So, yes, yes. Because you, you can do a Del Sol with an open roof, but that ain't quite the same thing. That ain't quite the same thing. Um, I, I've always, loved the s2000 and i would given the opportunity to buy one i would buy one i think they're they're a tremendous value vehicle yeah and uh if you can find one the crazy thing is even if it has miles on it as long as it's close to being stock oh is is it it's a honda yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's basically it's basically the most exciting accord you'll ever own. 
And one of the things that they always used to talk about when they drove that car was it's like it was a Civic when you needed a Civic DX when you were just going to and from work. But it was a race car when you wanted it to be, you know what right. I mean? Right. Um, so this is can you see that? Yes, sir. So that is me being kind of sensible. That's this car that's an interesting pick. Uh, this car is a uh, 2002 Ford Thunderbird premium coupe. There are actually two of them on Duncan Imports. The other one has significantly more miles than this. This car had in in Ford world a unique engine because it had a 3.9 liter uh, V8. This car in particular only has 40,000 miles on it. It came in the uh, what? What did what? How did Doug call it that? that the debut color or something, the color that they showed the car yes. in that yes. wanted to get attention and stuff. So this is the yellow. And from all intents and purposes, it looks a lot factory uh, and with no problems. And the simple fact that is that dumping, I'm going to go ahead and say that everything works on it. It works pretty well. Yeah, I think you're probably right. This car, again, is, did I show you the price? It is $12,932. I think that's a good investment. Like, I don't I, know. I mean, those things. This is. It was a V6, right? I mean, it's a weird. No. No, it was a V8. It's a 3.9 liter V8. What a, it was the same. What, what else the did they motor, use that motor in? The Lincoln LS. Really? That's the LS motor? Yep. I didn't realize that. That's such an odd, it's such an odd car in, in the history of Ford products. It just kind of, I think it's forgotten, really. It is, it is forgotten. That's why nobody wants it. And you can pick one up for $12,900. And if you showed up the Cars and Coffee, it's going to be people there with faster cars. It's going to be people that be there with more expensive cars. But I don't know if it's going to be a whole lot of people that just ride up and going to get more looks than you. Because half the people are going to, three quarters of the people aren't going to understand what, what they're going to be like. What is that? I have no idea what I've never seen what heard of that in my life. And then it's going to be that third of people is like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Those are sweet. <laughs> well, I and I think I think most people probably thought that the last Thunderbird was like, like Russell's, you know, like Russ Cannon's yeah. Thunderbird, yeah. right? Like that was that late 90s thunderbird was the last of the thunderbirds but actually this was the last thunderbird yep. and if you think about it it was it was ford's first kind of toe tip into can we build a quasi retro looking modern car because mm -hmm. this predated the new mustang evolution yep. trying to be you know like retro throwback which then of course led to Chevrolet doing the Camaro that way. So, yep. Speaking of Mustang, we we will be getting a new Mustang here pretty shortly. I'm kind of interested to see what it looks like, uh, but and I, and what they do with it. I'm not going to buy one, but you know, I'm they, I mean, they're going to put an electric. They're going to put an electric Wheezy motor in it. So that's all. That's no, all no, they not that. yet. Not yet. They already did that. It, uh, they, they already did that, but they renamed the car to just Maki. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is not a Mustang. That doesn't count. Um, but yeah, and so 
see how my other ones disappeared. That's kind of that's where I'm at right now. It is a unique car. Most people ain't gonna know what you uh, what what it is, and the people who know what it is are gonna appreciate it. And that's that's kind of that's where I was at. And it's cheap. Yeah, I mean that's that's is, dirt cheap. Most most all of mine were right at the thirty thousand dollar threshold. I mean that's thirteen thousand bucks. Is that's a deal? Oh, oh, Bill, Bill. Yeah. So, I did a thing. Okay. I you bought this car. You, I did a thing. I did a thing. You bought this car. No, I didn't buy this car. My wife oh. wouldn't let me buy a yellow car. But I did do a thing. What'd you do? I did this thing. You bought a Mazda? Yep. You bought a I Mazda? Bought it. I bought a 2022, 2022 Mazda CX-5 Turbo. When did this happen? Actually, I go pick it up tomorrow. Is that the color? That is the exact color. That's it's, that's it's my if, first of all, it's my wife. You know it's gonna be blue. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. When when are you when are you driving it to North Carolina? Um uh, actually we're driving it to Greenville to follow a weekend. Okay, but that's not what I asked. When uh, are you coming can, up here with it? Because can, can listen, I um I think that's I think that's the same drivetrain that's in Elizabeth's does she like the turbo? Yes. Then it is absolutely the same drive train as it is. So you let me know when you want me to walk you through launch control in it, because it's got it. I figured it uh, out on, and, on Elizabeth's car. And also it uh but this car has all wheel drive too. Yes, so this, does hers. Hers. Cool, 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 cool. Yep. So uh and that price right there, that's essentially what we pay for it. Man, that's great. I mean that there's not a ridiculous markup on it. I mean, that's that's fantastic. So, um, so uh, the local I did not buy it from in the local market. So, uh, I'll so show you. Where did you, you get it from? It. So uh, we went it Saturday. We went and um, we went and I was like, hey, because Faith stole our car. So the the part about Faith going back to school is that she also she now has college classes and um she also goes to school at 11 a.m in the daytime you know who's at work at 11 a.m everybody yeah so she <laughs> had to be <laughs> so she had to figure out how to get the um how to get the, uh, to school into her classes on her on our own so that means we are out of our primary car that's it that's it so you went to augusta and got it yeah uh, or you're going the, to the Augusta local, tomorrow to get it. Yeah, the the local dealership wanted um, Man, had nice. a uh, had a premium plus on the lot that we drove and Giselle liked, and um, but they wanted forty one thousand dollars for it. Whoosh! Uh, because it wasn't it not had not that it had a markup, but it had four thousand dollars four thousand Forty two hundred dollars in uh in tent and whack car wax. Uh yeah, that's the, uh, the people dealerships <laughs> gotta figure out. Ain't nobody buying that anymore. That's that's yeah. a joke. 
And it's like, oh, well, you know, that's what it got on. That's where it starts at. That's like, all right, cool. So we went and drove another car, but she kept coming back. And I made her drive the vehicles this time. Um, so uh, she's like, no, nah, the, 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 the infotainment thing isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I was like, yeah, yeah, see, that's, that's what I told you. But um, and it's not, it's not that bad. It doesn't take that long to get used to. No, no, no. It had all the features we wanted in it. But yeah, like I said, it was a trim below this one. And it was, uh, for it was $2,000 more than what we just paid for it. So, uh, uh pay for hours. Yeah, man, that's nice. That's really nice. So let me ask you, I mean, I think Mazda's interior quality is just for the price point. There's nobody coming close. That's what I think. Yep. Uh, um, I agree with you. So who's driving this thing on a day-to-day basis? Uh, this car will replace our, uh, our, um, the car that our daughter stole, the, uh, the Kia uh, Optima, uh-huh. as our, our primary car. Um, we still had the van. Um, there'll, be, there'll be times when I, I drive this. There'll be times when I drive the van. But when we go out together, we're going to be in there. I got you. Usually, usually we go places together. I mean, the only place I don't, I go without her. Actually, now the only place I, I will go without her probably is work. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't have to chase around my daughter in, anymore and take her to this place or that place. Um, so yeah, it's just replacing. It, it is replacing our. It is our new primary. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on getting a new car. That's great. I don't know why we didn't lead with that. I don't know why we spent all this time talking about investment cars. We could have been hearing about well, this Mazda. I guess first we'll all, hear more about it once you pick it up and you've been driving it for a little bit. Yeah. First of all, I didn't. I, I thought I did a pretty good job of not saying anything. Yeah, but not you did. To you. Yeah, you did. That. But yep, yeah, we did a thing. How about that? Stanley did a thing. So what was your right, other cool. investment card? Because you, you said it went away. Oh, it was the S2000. I found oh, two oh, of them. Oh. And then it just it went didn't away. All of, and then all of a sudden it went away. I mean, I looked around. I looked. I, I was. A, I'll tell you this. I, I, investment cars. Hey, if you're looking for a car that you're going to enjoy, in my Stanley opinion, if you're looking for a car that you're going to enjoy and you want to pay a decent price for it and you want the car to either simmer around the same price point and or go up in value and just be unique. Go to Duncan Imports. Yeah, the, cars are well, uh, the cars are well maintained. I don't see a bad price. I don't remember seeing a bad price on any of them. No. I, I mean, th- I'm listen, sh- there's a couple of cars on there that I don't understand who's paying that much for it. But also yeah. those cars have been on there for a long time. So I, I think nobody's paying that much for it. Um, yeah. You know, it's sometimes it, just think, the right collector has to find it. Yeah, Sometimes I think they, uh, this dealership in particular, may price a car more than they're supposed to because yeah. they don't really want to sell it. Well, that happens. <laughs> You're exactly right. They, they don't really want to sell it. So like, I just went back to the main page. This, this legend coupe. That is a really good buy. I mean, it's eighteen thousand dollars. The legend used to be the car. It's that it's, car. Right it's there, a cool car. That car right there. That's a lot of money. The crazy thing is, you probably could. You can probably put that car and bring a trailer and get more money than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Um, but there is a car that's on here that I uh, 
I am still fond of. I I I uh, I think about it daily, and that is that. And oh, we yes. had the thirty thousand dollars. Yes, you uh, love a Celica. Man, I didn't ever see myself being able to drive have a uh, a Supra, but the Cel- the Celica was, was attainable. Obtainable, yeah. And this was the one that was kind of out when I was like in middle school, going to high school. The and GTS. I was like, yes. I, I always liked this car. We had this dude named Bobby uh, that lived in the neighborhood, back in the, the neighborhood, out in the country where we were. He yeah. had this car. And uh, man, uh, and he was an old, you know, the older dude that's still cool. You know what I mean? That yes. Still, still kind of uh, dressed younger than his age. He that was Bobby. He had this, and man, it was a sharp car. But still, in all this car is twenty four. This car is twenty five thousand dollars. You get it? Don't put a whole bunch of miles on it. Put it back on the market in a couple of years when you're done with it. Oh, you'll get every bit of that twenty five thousand dollars. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're yeah. exactly right. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's cars that we thought of. Unique build and stand versions of cars that are decent investment cars. Good, now we're good gonna, solid investments, right? Yeah. And now we're going to talk about Mary Shelley's monster. <laughs> That's right. Frankenstein's yeah. monster. Um, you know, what... What rules did you apply to this? Because we obviously, we got to apply different kind of rules. Because that's what, that's kind of what we do. Yeah, and and so and this is where things are going to get a little abstract because obviously we're not going to find the exact we can't show you the exact car we would dream up in our head. So what I did was I I found two cars um that are pretty close to what what criteria I would like to put on it or if I were going to dream up a combo of things to do to a vehicle you know, that I would probably do. And um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a way to say this. So it, the concept of this was, and we've, we've done a, a topic somewhat similar in the past, but, you know, a rough idea was if I could take some traits or some things about cars from three different kinds of vehicles and put them together, so not necessarily three physical components was what I was kind of thinking in my mind, but like three different behaviors of a car, you know, that I could combine into one vehicle. What would I like to do? And, um, and so, so I'll show you what I, what I got. Okay. Um, okay. So let me, let me show you my first one first. And mm-hmm. again, this is not, the exact vehicle, but it's it's as it's a pretty close approximation. And I'll I'll walk you through what I would do differently, but this is kind of how I would see it. Okay. So here we have uh like a 1977 Porsche 911 turbo that has been converted to a rally car. Okay. Now, so, so, and, and it's like the safari thing, right? Everybody, I mean, that's kind of a new fun thing to do, but I would like to have the all wheel drive from like a modern 911 turbo mm-hmm. 
in this older, smaller, more um, uh, analog feeling car, but that also had some decent ground clearance and could really tackle some rough roads um, without without worrying too much about damaging anything that's crazy expensive. Uh, I'd probably also put like a roof rack on it and, you know, maybe a tent, but um, I just think that's really cool. I like the, the Safari 911 trend. I think it's, I'm not like one of those purists. It's like, you're destroying vintage 911. Oh, no. Stop it. No, you know, no, I think it's cool. Do, do more of it um, and I make like them the cheaper so I can get car. one. I like the pay. I like everything about that car. That car, th- this, obviously the car that Bill is showing on the screen is not the kind of car for me. But as I was just listening to a different podcast about a completely different subject is I this does not have to be the car for me to appreciate it. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like but if I, I rolled if I rolled guy. up in the, in this thing like half covered right. in mud right. and dust flying off of it when I slide into the your driveway and I'm like buckle up, spark, sparkle farts, we're going on on an adventure, you jump in. Be like where's my yeah, helmet absolutely absolutely i'm gonna be screaming and grabbing on the stuff it, it the whole time because uh if you did if you haven't picked it up yet bill is the uh the driver of the two of us <laughs> he is the amateur race car driver of the two of us and um you are gonna yes. do something crazy in that car because you i think you've done something crazy in every vehicle you, that you've owned Yes. Well, I mean, something this... that I would classify as crazy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had my daughter with me today and we had to return an item to a UPS store to send back to Amazon that did not work as advertised. And um, we pulled into a parking spot and, you know, sometimes you get lucky, at, like the, the UPS store that we have to go to is kind of next to like a Harris Teeter. So it's all in one big. And sometimes you mm-hmm. get lucky and get that like, random weird parking spot that's right up next to the little concrete tree mulch spot at the front of the row of parking spots. Like mm-hmm. we rolled right up and got that spot. And I was like, sweet front row parking. So we, we just swiped in there, ran in. I was like, Anna, this is going to be super quick. We're going to just drop this thing off and be right back out. We came back out. And as we walked back out the door, up pulls like a big food service truck to make a delivery to the, pizza place right next door to the UPS store and he parks completely blocking us in because you know we're in it like an angle and now he's blocked our ability to back straight out without hitting his Uh truck and Anna goes great now we're gonna be here forever and I said no we're not and she said how are we can't get out and I said sweetie we have four-wheel drive We can get out. So we loaded up in the truck and buckled up. And I saw the driver of the truck like heading our way to like, great, I got to move to let these morons out. And I didn't even give him a chance. I just turned the wheel into the curb and up and over we went right through the mulch, past the tree and right out the backside. And Anna goes, yeah, that was easy. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, there's always um, a way, and that's what I would do. In this, this, that's what I like about this car. I could just, I, I go to a concert. I got to park in the grass. I don't care. I got to go through a ditch. I don't care. Traffic's backed up on the interstate. I got to go around in the median. I don't care. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is a there is an advantage to having a uh, four wheel drive and all wheel drive, obviously, and ground um, clearance and ground clearance because they don't always all those three those things are always go together. But anyway, we we can yes. talk about that right now. Um, but, okay, so so I so where, the way I did this challenge a little bit, and I really do like yours, but obviously we think different. We can have, it's just how we work. It's how our right, brains right. work. But so there was some easy hanging fruit. All right. And what I say easy hanging fruit, there are cars that currently exist that I think with some minor modifications from the same company using parts from the same company could be exceptional cars. Interesting. One, One car we already talked about. The Mazda 3 Turbo. Yes. Right? It already has all-wheel drive. Yes. If I can't, if my memories, if I'm wrong on this, then then it already has it. And so this part is already fixed. Mazda didn't put, they put a torsion beam in the regular Mazda 3. Did they put uh, uh, the independent rear suspension back in? No, they left it. The, uh, they put the left the torsion beam in the, in the turbo. So I would go back to that independent rear suspension, which they already use in other Mazdas. And I would take the six-speed out of the Corolla GR. And you said, hey, but that's not a Mazda transmission. What I'm telling you is Toyota owns a piece of Mazda, so it's still on the shelf. Well, and Mazda offers a six-speed manual in the Mazda 3, but only in the front-wheel drive configuration. Correct. So I was thinking, I was initially thinking, hey, that transmission could work, but they don't even have to beef up nothing. No. Just go grab the, the grab the one out of Corolla GR. It's already working well with three horsepower. It'll work well with that turbo motor. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes. Um uh, but yeah, so I, I did a couple of those. I'll give you a couple, I'll give you an example, and then I'll tell you the, my real uh Frankenstein car. Um Hellcat Ram. 1500 sport truck why this ain't happened yet i have no idea it makes no sense just put the motor in the thing you ain't got to jack it up let's go back to let, let give me a chevy 454 ss vibes ram uh srt 10 vibes you know what i mean it, it, is it gonna sell them is it gonna sell a lot no don't make a lot and they'll and you'll sell all of them right and all the exactly parts right. already exist and, and all the parts already exist and and because it probably should be all-wheel drive because the other way would probably kill people. <laughs> well, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, give a shout out while you're talking about that along that same vibe. I don't I don't watch Motor Trend TV. Um, I don't yep. I don't pay for a subscription to Motor Trend TV. I used to be a huge fan of Roadkill and all those shows back when they were free on YouTube um, and, you know, were accessible by us lowly peons. And, um, you know, and I think, I think everybody should watch those old episodes that are still free on YouTube and not buy a subscription because um, I think their corporate is still greedy into thinking the magazine days haven't died, but they have. Um, so, but 
I still follow some of I those. I don't get folks. I, I still follow some of those folks on Facebook. And, you know, when I went to SEMA, I got, I actually was lucky enough to bump into Mike Finnegan from Rogue Hill and get a picture with him, uh, tell him what a fan I am. And, and I still follow his YouTube channel because he has his own YouTube channel because, but he's not completely stupid. He knows there's money to be made in having your own YouTube channel. And uh, I think more of those guys are going to jump ship as time goes on because, I mean, I just think it's a smart move, but that's me. Um, Yep. create your own content people like you people will it's follow you and um but anyway i happened to catch uh, he posted on facebook that an episode of a show he did uh, called faster with finnegan that's i guess also on the motor trend network which i've never seen um but they did a frankenstein monster they took a chevy astro van and they put the gmc cyclone drivetrain in it and they're kind of working <laughs> theory along your lines, like your your proposed idea, right? And the the way they looked at it, I guess, was what if GM had taken the same principles of the Cyclone and Typhoon and said, we're going to build a fast sleeper van? Because it's all, I mean, they're yeah. basically the same wheelbase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the 4.3 liter V6 is already in there. The Cyclone motor fits. Yes. Yeah, so it's just a really cool, and, and and so when you started describing your Mazda thing, I'm like, dude, that's, you know, that's what they did, and and it makes you wonder, like, are there vehicles parked in back lots at some of these corporations that were like test mules, where somebody said, wouldn't it be cool if we did this, and it exists, we just don't know about it? Well, GM in particular, I know there are because I remember when they uh, and I was going back watching Motor Week, uh, some of their uh, old archive shows, which are still free. And they all are on. They not are all on YouTube yet, but they're uploaded. They're com- they are literally having to convert uh, old tapes, old, old tapes to Dago digital format and then put it on YouTube. So it's it's a process, but. Uh, you go back and they'd go back and um like the all wheel an all wheel drive V eight Pontiac Grand Prix. It 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 was Ooh. a thing. Yeah. They drove it. Uh, a um uh, just weird little stuff like that that we kind of got a piece of, but it, there was a better one out there. Cause it had the hood scoops on the front, and then we got the wide body uh supercharged grand prix later but yes. yeah but it wasn't the v8 grand prix that they had in the back a lot you know what i mean but uh yeah it, so real quick let me go let, let, let me hit you a couple what uh because the next two are pretty quick and then my real frankenstein monster um so uh you know my favorite korean car company the hyundai automotive group all right so as opposed uh, hyundai, to Hyundai Automotive Group. I mean, your favorite. What's your second favorite Korean automotive group? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Why you? Why you? Okay, I like my the, favorite Korean automotive. The Korean Automotive Group. Yes, it is the Korean Automotive Group. And, uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, all right. So, uh, one of the cars, one of the vehicles that uh, cars. It works. It works anyway. Um, 
that uh, my wife and I were considering was the the Hyundai Tucson and the uh, the the Kia Sportage. The so, Kia Sportage so had why didn't you guys 000. buy one of those? Uh, the Kia Sportage has a $7,500 markup at one dealership and anywhere from a forty-seven dollars to a $5,600 markup at another dealership. And I could not find a, uh, a dealership that was within, that I wanted to drive to that was willing to uh, sell that vehicle without that. Okay. Really, that's what it came down to. I refuse and, and didn't you that. guys also look hard at a Buick or Cadillac or something? Yep. We looked at the Buick uh, uh, Envision and we looked at the Cadillac XC4. XC4. And I, uh, the biggest reason, the biggest thing that reason why we moved off of those is some of the features that we want in a vehicle, they have opted out of due to chip shortages. Yes. And it is hard to figure out which one is which. Some and, of those options, by the way, spend, I, I wish I could opt out of. So, yeah, but in these two, in those two vehicles, that it is heated seats, heated steering wheel, cool seats. Okay, I like and, the cooled seats. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't. They just, opt, hey, we could sell this vehicle out there, and they're giving you like a hundred dollars off. Nah, son. <laughs> that ain't how that worked. <laughs> but besides that, the only thing that we didn't like about the vehicles, and this is one thing you can do in the Mazda, is you don't have to put premium in the Mazda. And you had to put premium in both of those because they, right. they're turbo two cylinder motors. But uh, but anyway, back to the Hyundai Automotive Group. So the Hyundai Automotive Group also has a 2.5 liter turbo, but they don't put it in the Tucson or the, uh, or the, uh, the uh, oh gosh, Sportage, which it starts off with 189 horsepower, uh, four cylinder, and the next biggest engine is the hybrid, and the next biggest engine that the after that is a plug-in hybrid. I think that's a fail. You have a 2.5 liter uh, turbo motor. Put it in the put it in the Tucson. Put it in put it in there with all-wheel drive. You can even call it. Uh, you can make one of them sporty if you want to, but anyway, put that motor in there. It makes sense. And the, op the other part of that is, why is it you have a 300 plus horsepower, 2.5 liter in the K5 and the Sonata in line without all-wheel drive? Still to this day, I have no idea. Yeah, that doesn't make, yeah, that makes sense. Especially when the parts are right there. It would cost you no development to do it <laughs> you know um but my true my true uh frankenstein monster is you got to get with me all right so imagine a car okay the alfa romeo julietas 2.9 liter twin turbo v6 in it okay and the steering because it has a pretty quick steering rack that feels almost hydraulic, even though it's not. Okay. BMW's six-speed manual. Okay. Audi's all-wheel drive system. Ooh. Not BMW's. Audi's all-wheel drive system. Because Audi knows how to do all-wheel drive. They've only been doing it as long as Audi's been a thing. I don't know, man. I mean, li listen, 
from from a driving dynamic standpoint, BMW's X Drive is pretty darn good. I it know is a it different is kind good. of all wheel drive. It is pretty. It's pretty good, but it ain't a Quattro. <laughs> Man, I, that's that's a tough call, but I do think that's a good combination of parts. Like I like that. Um, I, this part you really won't agree with because you don't really care about the tech stuff. I want Mercedes Benz to do the tech in it. I, I've already stopped listening. Oh, already stopped yeah, listening. They don't. They don't got to overdo the tech in it. But when it comes to think creature comforts and stuff like that. I think Mercedes-Benz does a better job of the other three countries. You feel good in the Mercedes-Benz. And when you do the dumb, when you do the hey Mercedes thing, it works as, from everything, I, from the people who I know, they said it works about as good as Google and Siri. Um, do, do you think, I mean, do you realize that there's a possibility that listeners of our show, there is a potential that there could have been somebody driving down the road and you just completely ruined their whole day? With oh man, oh, hey Mercedes and a Google and a Siri all in one. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I apologize. What? I just, I mean, the only thing I, <laughs> only thing is, I might as well say, hey Alexa, too, just to go and get the trifecta in there. <laughs> uh, that's so um, funny. I've always wanted to try this. If you're a listener, let me know if this works. If if I say, hey Alexa, check out my Amazon cart. If I just cost you two hundred dollars, let me know. <laughs> I'm not paying for won't. it. Just let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's your fault. You shouldn't have your stored stuff in your cart. <laughs> you shouldn't have your settings to uh, no click purchase. That's what. Because <laughs> that's a recipe for disaster. Uh, that's so funny. Oh, and the last piece of this puzzle is I don't want the styling from any of them. I want it. The Jack, I want Jaguar to do the styling. I want oh all of goodness. that. I want all of that in a Jaguar XC package. Wow. And that is my perfect sports sedan. Not <laughs> not a BMW M5 with all that cool stuff. Nope. Not with Mm-mm. that chassis. Mm-mm. No. I'll, BMW can do the chassis. I left that part out. BMW chassis. There we I go. Apologize. Now BMW this is the Stanley I know. I was starting to be really confused there for a minute. I left that part out. I left that part out. BMW chassis, but I, it needs to. Have you? When the last time you looked at a Jaguar XD? They're 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 nice. All right. So yeah, because it is. I thought it was the prettiest car in the segment. It nobody bought it, but <laughs> I thought it was the prettiest. Because it's a Jaguar, segment. dude. They just have a reputation. I. I understand that. I get it. I'm I'm tracking. But uh, so another part of of all of this is I need to show you one thing. Give me is that the right one? All right, we're gonna close that. Cool. So and this is gonna be I always say this is the last thing I'm gonna talk about, but it's not. You'll you'll see. Where is it? Why don't you do the thing that I want you to do, computer? Uh share. And this is what I want to share. Thank you. Is that shared? Not yet. Share this window. Share. See it? Not yet. Really? I'm just going to do it this way. I'll try to be fancy. Something's happening. 
right. So this has nothing to do with the topic that I uh, almost we're bought about. one of these. I walked out of Lowe's. Car. I walked out of Lowe's the other day because uh, we had to replace our, uh, our washing not a washing machine, our microwave because it decided to blow up. Um, and that car was sitting right there in the parking lot. And I was like, holy crap. I was like, is this person actually knows what he's driving? Or it's just this car's just been sitting in the, in the driveway the whole time. And the, the closer you got to it, it is absolutely as clean as it looks in that in that commercial. Uh, not commercial, in this picture. It is, I don't know the exact year, 70, 70 Lumina Euro poop. It's probably, With, if I had to guess... Like 93, 94? Yeah, that's that? what I would say. 93, 94, if I had to guess, looking at it. Because I, I, there was a guy who lived probably seven, eight miles from me growing up, and he had two of them. Yep. He had yep. a black this, one, and he had a white one. And I think he they were an older couple. And I don't know, because I was 16, so I didn't pay attention I don't know if maybe his wife died or went to a nursing home or what. And so he was selling the white one and it was in his front yard with a for sale sign on the windshield. And I, I was about to turn 17 and I got my dad to drive me over to look at it and to do let me test drive it. And it was fast mm. for, ba- for back in the day. Yep. And it this was car. big and it was comfy. Yep. And I, I really wanted it. I just could, I could not, I scraped up some of the money. I couldn't get all the money. So I would, yep. it didn't happen. So just so happened, the dude walked out of Lowe's like three people behind me. And he saw me looking at his car. I was like, man, did you? He's like, yeah. Uh, white guy, a little older than us. And it's like, it's like, dude, how have you kept, how have you kept this car up like this? It's like, Man, I just got back from Virginia. I had to go buy a whole door so I can need to get one piece off it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like parts are getting my, hard to find. Yeah, he's like, at the, the, they don't make them. If I want the part, I got to go find a donor car somewhere to go keep it going. But wow. He's like, yeah, he he'll go find a part, clean it up, put it back on there, something go bad. And but it is not all original, but it's all the parts that GM was supposed to. It's not modified really. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. So he absolutely knows what he's driving it, and he's driving it on purpose. And and, and he's keeping he, it alive, right? I mean, yeah, he's absolutely, absolutely. And I, dude, if uh, if you listen to this, I you probably don't, dude. I love you, Lumina. It, it was dope. <laughs> uh, and then this car, I've mentioned this car a couple of times on the podcast. This is well, I've mentioned this. Yes, I have. So remember how I kept telling you that I keep seeing two McLarens, and at one time I thought it was one McLaren, but I saw saw it one of them in the daylight, and it was it's blue, and the other one was black. Yes. So I drive my daughter to work at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, wrong thing. Why did that? Oh, that's come a, on. That's that's interesting. That's hopefully. All right, close your eyes. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna come up next now because that was not the picture. That, I <laughs> that was not. There the is a reason that... we do not live stream this podcast. I'm just gonna say yep. it. Yep. Let me go ahead and stop sharing this real quick so I don't show some revealing content. That's when I had to fix my my uh Why? The sink. What? Yeah. Not the sink. How is it? There it goes. 
what on you did, right? Oh yes, yes sir. Three o'clock yes, in the morning, sir. I caught I catch that car at the corner of my eye, and I was like, "Baby, remind me to stop by that dealership on the way is back." Is it a is it a seven twenty S? It is absolutely a black McLaren seven twenty S. That car. Are you impressed that at, I know my McLarens? Yes, I am. I am. I am. That's only because I've been watching DDE. Oh. That car is oh is currently at the uh, local Hyundai dealership. Okay. And it was owned. It is owned by the owner of that of said dealership. Wow. And he is selling it. Really. Yes. And you didn't want to get he, that instead. Evidently, he had a midlife crisis, and well, that right midlife crisis that. is over. He rectified that crisis with this car. He uh, that crisis is now over, and he don't need the car no more. He How currently drives for uh, what he currently drives is a 2023 Hyundai Palisade. Huh. <laughs> that's a big difference. Absolutely. But yeah, it's the only they got one of them in. And I saw it, and it's like, oh, it's sold already. And then I saw the dude who I, I'm i pretty sure is the owner of that dealership driving that car. Wow. But yeah, I caught it on camera, finally. But I did have a, I, I had a moment this week, I, I, I must confess. You tell me when the last time this happened to you. Okay, I'm thinking. You saw the, you saw the headlights or um, the headlights of a car. Or the t- and the taillights of a car, and you didn't know what it was. Yeah, I'll confess, being that I prefer older stuff, and there are several brands that I don't make a whole lot of effort to keep track of. Oh, and also every um, wannabe station wagon slash hashback that sits too high off the ground currently look very similar. I have to confess, it's happened to me more than once. As of late, and I think it's just a sign of me being an aging car guy that I just am not staying with it on modern okay. car design. Well, I think it's also because you know you prefer older things, and you know you're a little crotchety, and you don't want to you don't want to adjust to some of these new stuff that's coming out. Uh, but me, you are I, mostly I, right. I, I'm a lot crotchety, but yes. Um. I saw a car coming home the other day in the rain, and all I saw was the, uh, I saw the, the, uh, the, uh, oh gosh, the daytime running light on the front, and I was like, wait a minute, what's that? And by then, he had already passed me, and I looked in the, drop, the rear view mirror, and I saw the daggone, the light signature of the rear, I was like, I have no idea what that is. Right. And it bothers me. Because <laughs> so, you still it, haven't figured it out. I and I know it wasn't I know it wasn't some mainstream brand vehicle because I know all of those. I have no idea what it was. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I know there's been times where I've been like, I'm not sure what that is, and don't figure it out. But I've come to the point where I don't really beat myself up about it either. Now, yeah. now if it's older headlights and it's, yeah, I'm gonna know it. Uh, I still bet a hundred percent on older stuff, but I spotted that McLaren at three fifteen in the morning, driving down the road at fifty five miles per hour. It parked up on the dealership 
out the corner of my eye. Well, yeah. And I did, <laughs> right. And it, it wasn't like it was in a well-lit area or nothing like that. Right. It was in the corner of the dealership. And I just knew, oh, we need to stop over there. But that car, right. oh. And I and I knew it was, and like, I've seen that when I first saw the McLaren, the, the McLarens, all I saw was the taillights at first. I was like, that's a McLaren. Right. Why is that? Why is that here? <laughs> who who is <hit> it? <laughs> right, right. Why is this here? And it was just the taillights. And I was like, but this thing, I have no idea what it was. No idea. I was That's thinking it. I was like, it it may be like a. It has to be some. It has to be. It has. It is not a mainstream brand. I'm. One hundred percent sure of that. that. How do I know? Because the uh, the 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 LED signature in the front and the back. There's a difference. You can tell when somebody. You know how the the European uh, uh the European cars that the headlights do all this crazy stuff when you're in Europe. Yes. And they just take away those options when they're in the uh, states. Yes. These. These these the signatures these were full micro LED things like you saw them from distance they were clear huh. you, you know what I mean it wasn't like some hey we just gotta put a dag on a radio shack dag on LED light string around the tail <laughs> okay so that was going to be my next day. question is are you sure it wasn't just somebody aftermarket stuff I the car. Without seeing the car, it looked expensive, and I just could okay. not figure out what it was. Huh. I could not figure out what it was. My first thought was, at first, I was like, "Is that an Alpha?" No, because I would have saw the grill. And then I was like, "Is that a? It had to be a Porsche. It got to be a Porsche because I know all the BMW stuff. I know all the Mercedes stuff. What is it?" But then again, we do live in a land where they drive. Uh, um, Test, some they test, test, uh, test vehicles. Some test uh, uh, Volvos and Polestars around here. Right, right. Well, that was going to be that was one of my questions. The other one was going to be, well, maybe it was like a like a Porsche, you know, Taycan or something. And but I see them. I, you know, I, you know, they're dentist and daggone uh, stuff hanging around here. They got them. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. But yeah, All right. Man, well, do you want to see my second one? Oh, oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. I've been talking for so long. Go ahead. No, you're good. Let's see. Let me find it. All right. So this is my other Frankenstein vehicle. So I feel like what's what's the word that you call that? Patina. <laughs> yes. So I feel like Jonathan Ward at Icon Motors in Chatsworth, California has has the right formula for how to do a Frankenstein combination, right? In the derelict series because they, they it really speaks to me. This is the very first one he ever built. It's still my favorite. He's built some other ones that I like. Um he currently just finished up like a 49 Merc that's an EV and it's making its rounds and it's all the talk right now. But this is still my favorite. This is first. And it's a it's a DeSoto wagon. 
Um, it's got a 6.1 liter Hemi from a modern uh, SRT8 mm-hmm. in it. And um, I say modern at this point. I mean, it's it's a few years old now, but um, yeah. still modern. It's a custom Art Morrison chassis, you know, custom built for this vehicle. Um, everything about it is custom. Everything's been touched except for basically except for the body right yep so everything on the (laughs) that's right the patina everything on the inside is just the highest quality um you know custom built just absolutely immaculate um yeah the car is just awesome and so for me this this is like i would have this because I could cruise the country in this car. Like I could go see the whole United States and camp out of this car, vacation out of this car. You could drive it all day and it would behave just like any modern car on the road. It's going to track going down the road. It's going to get the fuel economy going down the road. You know, it's, it's going to get out of the way of traffic like any modern car. Um, you can sit comfortably in the seat and steer with one hand. Like you got cruise control, you got modern stereo, all the stuff you want and need in a modern car you've got in this car, but it looks like a ratty old junked out wagon and nobody's going to mess with it. You don't have to worry about parking it and being afraid somebody's going to ding it. You can just treat it like, you know, a car you've owned for forever. And I think that's the perfect combination because if you're building just this unbelievably expensive custom vehicle, you become terribly afraid to drive the thing because it's worth so much money and you're so afraid somebody's going to back into it or let a shopping cart hit it. Or, you know, some kid's going to run up and put their fingers all over it at a gas station because it looks pretty. Well, if it doesn't look pretty, you don't have to worry about any of that. Well, I think it does look. I think it does look pretty, even though it, even though it is uh, patina heavy, <laughs> uh, because uh, like we like I said before, uh, this don't got to be my style car, but I appreciate cars uh, yes. of all flavors, except for the Mitsubishi current Mitsubishi Mirage. I, why? <laughs> uh. um, but I, yeah, I just, I absolutely love this car. This will probably go down as one of my all-time favorite cars. You know, when 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 we did like build your dream garage, three vehicles to keep for the rest of your life. This was, this was on the list. Like, it's still on the list. I haven't replaced it. What Land Cruiser I would stick in the garage may change from week to week, but this this one ain't. This one ain't going nowhere. This one's staying. Uh, th- there's just something about this one. And the first time I saw it, like I was just like, that's it. That's that's the car. If I could build any car to have a car, that's the car I'd build. So, and I think your wife would ride with you because the interior looks uh, pretty snazzy. Yeah, she would definitely ride around with me in this thing. Uh Oh, Anna, Anna might not want to drive it when she turns 16. No, she but, don't want to drive it when she turns 16, but she'll ride around it with you until she hits double digits at least. <laughs> but it does meet her criteria of a vehicle being capable of doing a donut. So, 
she would be okay with that. Okay. We were on the we were on the way home the other day and it was raining and we stopped at a stop sign and from out of nowhere the back seat Anna just goes, "Well, Dad, I think it's time to drift this thing." <laughs> she did and not Ken, say it. Kendra's like, "No, it is not," and we immediately proceeded <laughs> to drift this thing. How yep. did you survive this interaction? <sighs> well, I mean, I might have got a chest slap out of it, but it was worth it. <laughs> oh man yeah uh, you do you have another one this show no no that's that's it I, I mean as far as frankenstein builds i was going to share that i did notice on cars and bids that mr rutledge wood of american top gear fame and atlanta car world fame is selling his 1983 honda civic deluxe wagon on cars and bids it just went live like yesterday so it's only at seventy five hundred dollars but a hundred percent would drive the mess out of this car i drive it every day it you is should you should keep an eye on that car and then buy it when okay it, if it does with what crazy. money first of all i know you got money okay let me just go ahead and make a prediction because this is rutledge wood's car and because he built it, and because it's gorgeous, and because it's got a ton of parts in it, even though it does have a big dent in the front fender, I think this car will probably wind up selling for like $36,000, which is way but, more than anybody should pay for it. But I understand if, that it's worth that much. Now, if it were going to sell for ten grand, yeah, I'd jump on it. But so would 15,000 other people. That's the problem. But you could be the lucky one. Yeah, I don't know how that I would call that lucky uh, once I got home oh. with it. Uh, but in this, how cool is this car? I mean, look at this it car. It is absolutely cool. cool. It is absolutely cool. Rutledge did a, a good Alpine? job. Is that an yeah. Alpine head unit? Or is that Alpine? Yes, it's Alpine. It's Alpine. Absolutely. All right, show me this last half. That's it. That's, that's that's the that's it. I was looking at S two thousands. I was price checking some S two thousands whenever you were talking about them. So, just yeah, looking. I found two. I found two great ones for like for under thirty thousand dollars. I don't know if that was wrong. Maybe that's why they're not there. What? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I have. I so I don't know what this package is called. Maybe I should open this one up and look at it. Um. forget what this like trim package was called and see i don't think that's right i think his is actually a cr i've got to i got to find out so i have a friend older uh -huh. gentleman retired and he has a gray s2000 but his has the wing on the back and the like front bumper spoiler thing i think his is a cr yeah i think that that was the cr i believe i think somebody I th Somebody, that person who's still listen, listening, we know you're a, a true car nut and you should tell us. So anyway, I got to find out if his is a CR or not, but I've tried to, I, I've, I've told him that if he ever decides he has to sell it, I want to buy it. But, All right. I'm going to end with this right here and it's a question. Okay. And a short one sentence description. 
How do you feel about the uh, Dodge Charger uh, Banshee EV? <laughs> uh, uh, a sentence or some words? Uh, disgusted, appalled, uh, repulsed, um, tickled, uh, flabbergasted. Um, I don't know. I have to think of some more of those words. But that should give you a pretty good indication of how I feel about it. I'm going to drive to North Carolina to give you a hug. Because you need a hug. Why is that? Do you think I should like it? Yes, you should like it. What? No. Are you kidding? Listen, I think we need to do a whole episode on the history of when car companies lost their mind and started generating fake engine noise. Because this car is the absolute epitome of why that's wrong. You know, like if you're if you're Dodge, you know that there's no way the car can sound anywhere close to as good as a Hellcat. Why bother? Just be silent. Just be silent. Don't try because you're going to fail. Don't, don't try, like make it a point to not try. That was more than one sentence. I know. I'm very opinionated about it. The, the, the car is ugly. Okay. My first, my first opinion about it was, is like, oh, good. Dodge has finally decided to build that car from Stanley's favorite movie from the 1980s that drives around and kills everybody because that's what it looks like. It is similar. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I don't like the way it looks. I don't I definitely don't like the way it sounds. I haven't seen the interior. Maybe it's okay. Oh, we're gonna watch that video as soon as we get off here. Like I'm gonna why, share. Why? Why you you had a you, you could have had a clean slate to build an EV muscle car. Why try to make it look so much like the one it's replacing? Why not take the replacing. why not take the opportunity to do something radically different and make it look like really a lot like the original and go more retro, not try to be like Retro from, I don't know, a movie from 1992 that thinks it's about a, a a dystopian future in 2022. Like, just make it look cool. Not try so hard to make it look future old cool. My one sentence answer is, it's cool. I, I and on want that you, note, gentlemen. No, I want <laughs> you. I want you to. I want you to put your preconceived love for all things Dodge to the side. I want you to completely remove that from your process of thinking about it. Dwell on that for a week, and then come back and tell me you still love it. I didn't say love it. I, I know cool. you. I, I can tell you like it. I said it cool. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, seeing how we've been on here for an hour and 51 minutes, nice. we shall um, depart. <laughs>
for the evening. I will go pick up a new car tomorrow and spend $40,000. And Bill will figure out how to make his wife slap him in the chest probably in the next 12 hours. <laughs> but uh, Bill, I love you, man. You're wrong on the, you. on, on the charger. You're wrong I, on I the love charger. you, but I don't love the charger. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>